and welcome to episode one of the Being Martha B podcast. Um, today I am here with my dad um, he, and we're going to be doing a bit of a rip-off of the Off The Menu podcast and for those who haven't heard that, well, here's a taster and then after this one you can go and listen to the Off The Menu podcast if you enjoy it. <laughs> so, dad, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm your dad. Uh, my name's Simon, for those of you that don't know me, and I suppose I'm 50% responsible for Martha, so I'll take 50% of the credit or 50% of the blame. I thought uh, you were going to say you were 55. I, I can tell people I'm 55 if you think that's important. No, it's not really important. Uh, by the way, everybody, I'm 55. Not that I look it. Anyway. Well, this is going to go well, isn't it? So, so, anyway, so anyway, Martha, episode one of the Being Martha B podcast. Yes. I'm delighted to be on it. That's great. Yeah. So, have you got anything planned? It's all in my head. That's brilliant. Mm. That you've got stuff in your head. Yeah, I know you've got a few notes I've to make got sure we take off. A piece off. of paper. Yeah. Um, so you've ticked off who. Yeah. We all know who you are. We do. People know who I am. Where are we? Well, we don't really need to talk about that, do we? No, not really. We're in Scotland. Yeah. Not are. far from St Andrews, uh, um, looking out over the golf course. The golf course to the sea. Um, which is a lovely view. Mm. We're very lucky to have the atmosphere. We're very yeah. lucky to live where we are. Um, so, I have some other notes of the things we will be discussing. Welcome to Martha's Restaurant. Excellent. I've heard um, all about it. Yeah, it's got five-star reviews on TripAdvisor. Yeah, it has. Um, and you are the first chef. Brilliant. And we will be discussing your menu. I'm looking forward to it. Um, for those who don't know, but my dad and I are very foodie. We love our food. We do. <laughs> we do. We do. We do love our food. We do. Uh, so this second lockdown, we've been doing lots of cooking. Um, dad usually does most of the cooking, but we've decided to have a bit of a rota and switch it, up, switch it up. So we've been doing lots of cooking and last night I cooked, what's that? A Greek chicken Yogurty dish. Yes, it was really nice actually. It was very good. Very good. Um, so we'll begin yeah. with the starter. We, what, what starter would you have on your menu? Well, I've given this a little bit of thought from what, you, from what you've explained to me and my mind's been drifting to different places and different meals that I've enjoyed over many, oh, over 55 years. That's, We've established that. I'm yes. 55. Um, <laughs> so different meals I've enjoyed in different places. Uh, when it comes to starters, I'm not that big on starters. No, you like your puddings. I do you? like my main courses and my puddings more than my starters. But if it's the right starter in the right place at the right time. Are you thinking France, Greece? I'm thinking Greece. Ooh. I'm thinking... Mediterranean lapping at the side of the restaurant, and I'm thinking calamari. Calamari, you can get that. In front. Do you remember the feet? We we had beautiful calamari in Fiji. We did, we, we did. did. But this is a, this isn't a travel program; it's a food <laughs> it's program. Not. So we're not talking about different places where we've been. We're talking about the food. Uh, just to bring you back on track there. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so yeah, calamari, um, deep fried fresh calamari with just a little squeeze of lemon. Oh, that's nice. And possibly some garlic mayonnaise, but. It doesn't really need garlic mayonnaise if it's if it's that fresh. Well, uh, you, just fantastic. You could have the calamari 
and then a slice of lemon. You could. So you could do it yourself. You did DIY lemon. And then a little pop of the garlic mayonnaise. So it's choice. Yeah. You know, if you really like the, if you really just like the calamari. You've got it. You've got it. You've got the garlic mayonnaise if you want it. But yeah. it's not. It's but not. then, but then you see that's on my menu. That's a given. That's number one. But then I think as a starter, uh, you see, I love pate. Mm. And I love beautiful terrines and pates. But I think given if I had to choose, I still think it would come back to the calamari. So that yeah, it's because it's a, it's a treat. It's yeah, a treat. this is a, this is a, a five star restaurant we're in here. Well, it's a, you say it was a five star restaurant, but I only seem to have one starter <laughs> on the menu. So it's either do you like the calamari? If not, tough. Um, you can actually just enjoy some fresh lemon and some garlic mayonnaise without the calamari. Episode <laughs> but I think probably that would be if I'm if the idea here is one particular dish per part of the yeah. menu. I would have to have fresh calamari straight from the Mediterranean, cooked up and served overlooking the blue sea. Yeah. In Greece, you can get calamari that's been murdered yeah. <laughs> a few hours, a few hours before you caught it. very freshly. I yeah, caught very, very yeah. Fresh. caught freshly as opposed to murdered. Probably makes it sound slightly more appetising, but yes, um, I know what you mean. You, yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. Um, so how would you how would you would you really want it deep fried? Yes. So battered. But yeah, just well with a little, not much, just just in and out. Only yeah. takes a few seconds, and just delicious. A little bit of salt and pepper, maybe. Yes, but, some um, seasoning, but, but you actually much. you don't really need it if it's really if it's that, it's that fresh, fresh. You do not need no. salt and pepper. Do you? Yeah, not really. Just the lemon juice. No. Lemon is lemon is def a definite then. It's a possible definite <laughs> because as I said, I might not have it. <laughs> so this is really going to be the off it's going to be the menu if i decide to have it yes okay. yes so that would be my starter okay so before your main well with your main mm. we're not on the main yet but okay if you, with your main sometimes you want a side mm. a side dish you can have on the menu but you don't have to have it yeah see this is quite a tricky one because you i know you're on your list you have the side before the main mm. but i think you choose the main before the side okay so so if, if you had a side it would have to depend on what depend on what the main is mm. okay we're going to go straight to the main what would you have for your main course well that's this is this is nigh on impossible this is a li little bit like Desert Island discs for food, isn't it? Because it is. it's almost impossible to think and choose one main course <laughs> that you've had in all of your life, 55 years, that you would just have as the the celebratory dish on your menu. Well, I'm afraid you can only have one menu. Yeah, I know. I've, you've explained that, so I've, I'm taking it on board. Um, yeah, I think it would have to be... Um, so difficult. Steak. I mean, I'm tempted to say steak, but it's okay. such an obvious one because it's just like yada yada steak. Why wouldn't you? Um, sorry, yes. <laughs> so I'm interrupting You're him. Interrupting. I just want to point out that um, Dad used to run a bar in Corfu, which is where we went. We we first time we you'd been back in 2019 for 32 years. Yes. Um. So is there any was there any really nice food on your menu at that bar or do you want to explain a bit about the bar food? served cocktails primarily yeah. um beer second, second. <laughs> um cocktails third and beer fourth mm -hmm. um so not, Chris? no no we didn't really have anything to eat at all 
if anybody wanted anything to eat, one of us would jump on one of our Vespa motorbikes and we'd uh, head down to Barbati, which was the nearest village where there were food offerings. And we would go and sort what, of do a, it was, I suppose we were like the 1987 version of Uber. Um, yes, or deliver delivery. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, deliver food. deliver core food. Mm. Indeed, yes. So we used to do the Barbati burger run, and we. Uh, that's quite catchy. Yeah, eh? quite that's catchy. quite catchy. And so yes, if anybody wanted a burger, we'd take an order. One of us would jump on a Vespa, head down to Barbati, and uh, order it, wait, pick it up, stick it in a bag, back of the Vespa, back to the bar and hope that the customer was still there. <laughs> when when you introduced the Barbati Burger Run, you should have done a sign, you know, Wednesdays is the Barbati, bon Barbati, Barbati Burger Run night. No, that's easy for you to say. Yes, we did, actually. Yeah. Try and say that three times over really quickly. I won't. No, no. Uh, but that was, a, that was the only food we really offered. Mm. Um, uh, I can't think of any other food, unless you class ice. But uh, no, that was that was. Well, you don't really need fruit in cocktails, and that was about it. a pretty refreshing drink on a very hot day in Corfu. Mm. But in the rest of the food, as a, well, obviously we've established my starter. But main course wise, lots of uh, used to confuse me on Corfu because every restaurant everywhere served lamb. Um, but <laughs> but you well, I don't ever remember seeing a single sheep. On no, Corfu. when I was when we were in Corfu two years ago, I don't remember seeing a single sheep. But lamb is on every menu. But there are an awful lot of goats. Um, oh, I remember you telling me this. I remember you telling so me. So I was pretty convinced that an awful lot of the lamb souvlaki and lamb dishes that we were having um, all those years ago were, were in fact the poor goats. The poor goats, uh, which were delicious because they were beautifully cooked and served in fantastic spices and yeah. flavorings. Um, but uh, no, anyway. Not good enough to be on. Not no, good enough to be your no, main, no. Because I mentioned steak, so I think. Um, I think you know. Again, and it's not just. It's down to. It's down to where it's from. So with calamari, it's fresh straight out of the sea. With the steak, uh, we have um, friends who farm within striking distance of where we live, and they produce uh, what's called Dexter beef, and it's, oh, it's absolutely delicious. spectacular. I'm not exactly meaty. Um, <laughs> not a way to put it, but I, I, I'm quite fussy. I don't like fat very much, which I know the whole point of meat is is all fat, really. Well, not all, about it. yeah, but it's a lot of the a lot of the flavouring comes from the fat. This Dexter meat, honestly, Dexter meat is just it's delicious, just beautiful. and their steaks are spectacular. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think I think if it was to choose that, that could be one of them. Um, the other one, just again, thinking of places where I've eaten and spectacular um, memories of, of dishes that I've had. I remember being in a, a trattoria in Italy in a hilltop village and having um, what's called ossobuco, which um, I believe is uh, it's a beef bone marrow dish. Um, and it, again, that was just to die for. It was just spectacular flavouring. Again, I think you, you, you cook it for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. And it's just... Um, Served, has, up, served up with with uh, with fresh vegetables. Yeah, food delicious. has got a lot to, to do with the experience of you know. If you, I remember eating the calamari in Fiji, but I was only about six or seven. Mm. But I remember I remember that so well because it was you could you had a view of the sea. Mm. You know, it was so fresh. The people were lovely, mm. and I think the food has a lot to do with the the where you where, where you where you are. I think you enjoy steak frites much yeah. more. Uh, you enjoy it a lot more in France than you would maybe in Balmolo, where we are. 
Yeah, I mean, that's probably true. And I think at the moment, especially because we can't travel anywhere, and that's that's makes you think, and this has made me think about places where I've travelled and the food that I've had more because we've had some spectacular meals in, in, in different places over the years. Um, mm. I, I know that we haven't got a, you know, there's no seafood dishes such in this or seafood um, uh, course in this menu of, of ours or mine, um, but there's uh, green lip mussels in New Zealand. That was another memorable meal of just the most spectacular fresh mussels um, with nothing, you know, just with a bit of white wine and garlic on them and some butter and it was just yeah. just amazing. So the, yeah, the, the, best, the best meals are the best ingredients that you can get as fresh and as local as they possibly are um but served in a really simple way that's that's yeah. what ticks the box for me so you've got steak dexter beef you're not we're yeah. trying to narrow it down here yeah. to I one think, i think that i think it would be steak from a from from dexter beef uh because that to me is the best flavored beef that you can get i'm sure there are people that would argue otherwise <laughs> they've uh, not tried dexter beef though have maybe they? not no because it's not something that a lot of people have but it's it is which makes uh, us feel very lucky we're, we're, we're yeah, very we are, lucky we are very lucky people so what would you have with your Dexter beef? So as a side, yeah. Now side. this is so that's why I said side. You've got to have the main before you have the side. Yeah. Sorry so, about that. Yeah, that's okay. Now learn from my mistakes. Now having said that, um, this is where I'm going to throw that whole thinking apart because one of my favourite thing, favourite sides uh, is spinach, cooked spinach, just slowly wilted down in some butter, and it's just lovely. But so. That would go really well with steak, but one of my favourite sides of just um, a side, if somebody said to you, choose one side and you've got nothing else, would still probably be um, spinach based, and that would be sagaloo, which is an Indian oh. side dish, which I love. Um, so yeah, it's um, so just uh, spinach. I'd have to argue that one. I don't like spinach, but it's not my menu. No. It's not my menu. So you've got your calamari. Yeah. Very fresh, so it's not that filling when you when you depends how much you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're thinking of starter, it yeah, wouldn't yeah, be that much. Yeah. Unless you get a giant share plate. Yeah. And then don't we're not offering share plates. Don't anybody we're else. not offering share plates because COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can you can't share. Yeah, you can't share. No. And actually that's a good thing. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. You know, Joey and friends. Yeah. He's got he doesn't like sharing. No. He's got a brilliant excuse now. Yeah. Doesn't you like know, to share. Oh, it'll be it'll be choose your own keep your own eat, yeah, your, own eat your own in a restaurant yeah we'll, we'll start that yeah so you've got your calamari your dexter dexter beef your steak, steak. um yeah. any sauce with that at all any 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 just or is it just a plain steak i think just a plain steak cooked in butter with salt spinach pepper, with spinach See, that sounds lovely, but I would take the spinach away. But that's not, it's not my menu. It's not your menu. It's not your menu. So Otherwise, if you want me to leave, I'll go. And then it could be Martha's menu. <laughs> no, I'm, no, this is Simon's menu. Excellent. Um, so pudding. Now this is, I can't wait for this because we love puddings. We do. We, we've got, Dad and I, we're getting, a, we're getting a takeaway as a family tonight from a local restaurant called The Courtyard. who yeah. are doing Caribbean weekend. Yeah. And we're getting a, sh a trifle for two caribbean and some people don't like trifle yeah, but it's got rum in it that's what tipped it for me yeah we 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 do like trifle and it's a share it's sadly it is, it is a share <laughs> but we're in a bubble so we yeah. can have it <laughs> yeah let's not get on to that no, no we won't no. go on to that we, we um oh i can't wait no i'm looking forward to that
so is it four hours until you pick it up yeah it's four and a bit hours yeah i'll be there beating on the door waiting for my, waiting for my <laughs> trifle. trifle but trifle you wouldn't choose as no no that wouldn't be my go-to i don't think we're in a, in a sort of five-star simon restaurant i would say okay there's a choice trifle. of one pudding and it's trifle or nothing although there's obviously lots of different things within a trifle so, so you, you what know, are your top, you can split them out you yeah. can do a deconstructed trifle and just have custard on the side with some sponge cake and a bit of cream jelly doesn't alcohol doesn't sound great doesn't does it? sound you could have your put together you could do make your own trifle in this five-star restaurant yeah no, no. What, so what are your top oh hang on could do top five Puddings. Puddings that you've ever had. Oh, see, that's that is so tough, isn't it? Because I you don't have to include the one you put on your menu. No, but I think that's that you said right at the beginning. I, although I love puddings, I'm much more of a savoury person. And whenever I'm in a restaurant, when it gets to the pudding section, I'll look at the puddings and go, "Yeah, but there's a cheese course." And then well, we're moving on to that afterwards. No, I know. You don't skip a step. I know, but that's that's to me is. But I'm, when you were a child, surely yeah. you loved puddings. I mean, what I, are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, for those, my dad is a very fit man. He goes on walks every day. Yeah, and he's not fat at all. No, not anymore. <laughs> um, no, I did have a. Mum loved puddings, but yeah. she's not so puddingy. No, I, I do love puddings. Um, oh, my, you see, yeah, I mean, I love, I love, um, patisserie, so I love French patisserie, I love some of the things that you can get in, in French, uh, French restaurants when it comes to puddings. I love really, really good, beautifully handmade or homemade, um, ice cream, um, Ooh, because that's nice just, cream. Yeah, that's what I call it, yeah, nice cream. That's just delicious, and there's some. You know, some very good ones. Well, certainly growing up in Devon, there were some spectacular um, ice creams, local ice creams that we, we used to enjoy. Um, but yeah, I, I, again, when it comes down to it, I think I think it would just be the freshest, loveliest fruit. You know, where where we live in in uh, in Scotland, we're surrounded by the most wonderful um, summer fruit farms. So strawberries and raspberries, yeah. and you know, when it comes to it. Can you really beat just a bowl of fresh strawberries and yeah. um, maybe with a little bit of vanilla ice cream or just fresh cream or even yeah. just strawberries with a little sprinkling of sugar? sugar. See, when we go to Grandad's, mm. he serves, well, and when we go in the summer, strawberries aren't as nice. Mm. From the supermarket. No. But we have lots of strawberry sheds up here in Scotland and in the summer, they are to die for. And when we go to Grandad's up in Nethy Bridge near Aviemore, he serves a bowl of strawberries and then he insists that we have sugar with him. Mm. But he also has a pot of cream. So if we want cream and sugar, yeah. we get it all. We get yeah. it. We get the whole lot. I, I think, I think if, I mean, for all of the wonderful pastry chefs that are out there and dessert chefs and, and people that can make wonderful uh, sweet creations, I think um, it just when push comes to shove to me, it's, it's strawberries just mm. the freshest strawberries or just make mixed you know strawberries raspberries what about pavlova um, you can get pavlova in yeah you see that's a good one now you mentioned pavlova Ooh. yeah it'd be wonderful if at wimbledon they serve pavlova strawberries they probably do <laughs> they probably charge you 50 quid for it but yeah they probably would no so, uh, to me so i think pudding would just be strawberries and cream but the freshest yeah i can't the freshest best strawberries scottish strawberries just from down the road yeah we've got a Shout out to our wonderful strawberry, strawberry shed, shed down the road who served 
they're amazing they are they are. And, and vegetables as well and yeah. blueberries and raspberries honestly yeah come up here in the summer and you'll you'll live you'll live the dream you will do especially <laughs> if you like fruit if you don't yeah. not so much yeah no. well okay can, can i question you go on then what about mum's lemon lemon dessert she served the other day no mum makes some amazing desserts but she knows as well as i do that for every dessert she makes i get bigger <laughs> No, but her le lemon desserts. Oh, no. I love lemon desserts. Well, and she does chocolate pots as well, which are just fantastic. And she, you know, you said at the beginning that I do a lot of the cooking. I do a lot of the cooking, but I tend to do the savoury stuff or used to, we mix it up now. But Bum's, Bum's uh, puddings are just fab fabulous. But if we if we had those too often, um, I wouldn't be able to get through the door. So <laughs> it's probably a good idea that we don't. Well, this is a treat, remember. Yeah. yeah. You know. But her, her desserts and her baking are spectacularly good. Uh, neither of those uh, really interest me in trying to even try because I'm not very good at following recipes. But um, no, you hate following recipes. Yeah. So no, her. She, I mean, her. She, yeah, her tray bakes, her chocolate pots, her chocolate mousse, her lemon. I'm getting. I'm salivating here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really. I am. Um, so, uh, but you know, even thinking about them, I feel my waistline expanding. <laughs> so do I. So, so strawberries. But lemons. If you eat lemon, if you eat a lemon dessert, you don't tend. To, you actually don't feel like you've put on loads of weight. So you're just pretending it's lemon, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay. Drink. Drink. Well, now this is tricky. Because, because I, I do like a drink. You do like a drink. I do like a drink. Now, and, and you've got very good taste in drink. Well, you, there's, there's a, there, this, is, this is the really tricky one because, um, and I'm ashamed to explain this then, uh, Martha knows this only too well, that the first uh, instance of me getting drunk in my life, I think <laughs> I was four or five years old, and it was on uh, Inches Cider in Devon. And, uh, sure, you wouldn't have that. Sam thing. Inches Cider. And it was uh, just amazing cider. And I do you can adore remember that. Ad oh, cider. I just, just love cider. But so that's, again, thinking to different places and times. So cider, it has a very special place in my heart. I mean, growing up in Devon, I we used to holiday in France a lot um, when we were when we were young and mum would drive us over there and she definitely liked a glass of wine. She still does like a glass of this anything. Is, yeah, this is my mum, your grandma. So, um, and in fact, bless her, uh, our kitchen in our family home ended up wall to ceiling and everywhere were wine labels, predominantly uh, drunk by mum. Um, <laughs> So yeah, but she's well, she's well and truly preserved. She's ninety four and still going strong. So I think still has a glass of whiskey every I day. I put most of that down to wine consumption <laughs> over many, many years. But no, she she introduced us all to wine, and I do love, um, I do love uh, French wines. Um, just yeah, we had a we had a bottle of Macon uh, last night, which was white oh, you, white you, Macon, you, and just yeah, I would just I, again, it was just wonderful, spectacular wine. But I do I do love wines, but that would be that would be a, a go to. Um, I yeah, dessert I'm, wines. I'm part yeah, I'm not. I do like dessert wines, but I'm not I'm not wowed by them. I'm no. partial to um, gin. Always have been. Gin and tonic on uh, a Friday night, six yeah. o'clock. So gin and tonic. Not me. No, no. GNT and uh, GNT, and again, there's obviously now as many gins as there are people in the country because everybody seems to make gin. I'm a bit of a traditionalist. I still like a Gordon's and tonic, um, and keep it pretty straightforward and simple. But I do, I do like gin. But then, as you said, having run a bar where we used to serve cocktails, um, 
I got into cocktails in a pretty big way. <laughs> Let's um, not go too into that. No, but my favourite cocktail um, uh, from that time, my, uh, I used to love a, a Maiden's Prayer. Um, and you can look up one up. Don't, don't, don't drink it. Yeah, no, don't explain it to me because I, no. I don't even... No. You could have at least explained... Actually, you could have explained what's in it because I don't understand. If you say Maiden's Prayer... Well, look it up. I don't, Google yeah, it. Well, I will. Ask Alexa. Anyway, <laughs> ask Siri. No, um, it's a lovely drink. It's a lovely, long, refreshing... Sundowner. Yeah, well, just a summer cocktail. It's beautiful. Um, and, um, yeah, I used to drink a few of those. Um, Every night? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, with a meal though, because obviously this is a yeah, this is a, a drink you know, for the... so this is a menu to, to go with it. I think I'd probably plumb for a for a lovely bottle of French uh, French French wine. Um, Any particular one? Well, it got started there, so that might well be um, a nice Macon Blanc, so the the, yeah. the white. Um, but then just as easily have a lovely Bordeaux red um, or a Merlot. You know, just I'm not I'm not. Hung up. Fussy? Well, I'm not fussy fussy. I know what I like. And there's <laughs> wines that I don't particularly like. So it would be something, in fact, probably a, a couple of bottles for this meal or have a have a nice bottle to start of white to go with the calamari because that would complement it. And then a lovely bottle of uh, deep, smooth red to have with the main. Um, okay, I'll give you that. You can have drinks. Yeah. You can have. Yeah. Well, it's both wines. Yeah. yeah. They're both wines. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, but yeah, there's there's obviously lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of drinks. But um, but that's um, those are those would be my choice for this particular menu. Mm, that's interesting. Mm. That's interesting. It says a lot Let's about hope you. It, is. <laughs> yeah. it says a lot about you. Yeah. I'm not going to say what. No. <laughs> anyway, usually at the end of a meal, you'll get offered a cheese board. Yeah. But I'm gonna say you're gonna have a cheese board. Mm. If so, what cheese is on? Mm. Or would you have like a amaretto coffee in a biscuit? You know, with this menu, I can see you going for the cheese board. Well, I'd probably fight you and have both. <laughs> <laughs> so I. Well, it depends on the. No, I, the... I would. I would always love ending the meal with a coffee. They're not very nice with a very okay. nice coffee, but that would maybe I be, can bend the rules. But again. that would just be an espresso. That would just be something really simple at the end of it. But no, the cheese board. Now, you know cheese is a bit of my advice. I do love cheese. Um, we have a brilliant, we have we have some brilliant cheese shops around us. We do, we do, and they sell some, they sell a great, great selection. We've got a uh, cheese shop, cheese shop nearby in Cooper, which has a great, great, wonderful And choice. wines. And wines, <laughs> but, um, but also uh, there's the, there's um, Melissa's in St Andrews, which again sells all kinds of cheese from uh, lots of Scottish cheeses as well. And there are some, there are lots. So this, this particular choice is very relevant because I've just finished a book on the history of cheese. Oh, don't get him started on this. Um, yeah. <laughs> so dreaming about cheese. So let's, let's have another podcast on cheese. <laughs> um, so no, I've just finished a book uh, that was given to me uh, all about the history of cheese. It's, it covers, I think it's six, no, four, four five, six thousand years of cheese, something like that. Took a while to read, but it was fascinating. Um, yeah, interesting bedtime read. But if you're into cheese, you yeah, make it go strange it. dreams about cheese as well. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, cheese is you know if you, you too too often get used to just the supermarket stuff, and there's nothing wrong with stuff from supermarkets necessarily. But you know, there's so many cheeses out there that I urge people to try and search them out and discover them. Um, my, without shadow of a doubt, favorite favorite. Um, favorite cheese 
of all time would be a plus from France. Oh, I do love the orange. The orange. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's just especially when it's melty, melty. I could agree. I can. Yeah. I can agree with you on that yeah. one. Yeah. So there's. So that that if somebody offered me again, that would be. You know, if that was kind of deathbed. Okay, you're about. <laughs> to, you're about. <laughs> yeah, you're about to peg it. You could do one more thing. Do you fancy some cheese? Then that would probably be yeah. Sling me some epoise. <laughs> And good night. Um, but no, I do, I do love it, boss. But then you know, the, but I also love really good Stilton. I love really good cheddar. I love um, you know really good delicious brie, uh, camembert. Um, having worked out in Greece, I love feta. Uh, but again, those all of those all of those. You won't have really to be, have feta on a cheese board. Though, no, would you? no. So there's cheeses that you would have on the cheese board, and there's cheeses that you would then enjoy either cooking with or having in different dishes salads. or whatever. Yeah, salads and so on and so forth. Um, it's interesting in this um, uh, book of the history of cheese. Oh, you've not at all. No, this uh, <laughs> this book of about the history of cheese. Uh, way back when, in the sort of the 1600s, even then, people in this country used to talk of talk of parmesan being the king of cheeses and actually we sort of all got used to parmesan just being you know grated on top of a bowl of spaghetti or whatever in a restaurant but actually if you just get slice. the best best parmesan and just take Have a slice, slice of it is is amazing yeah. again you wouldn't really find it on a cheese board no, you wouldn't. and yeah i don't know why because i think when well, you when you're traveling sometimes it's you your do. cheese board you can put whatever you want on it you could have feta you could have parmesan you could have cheddar if you want but to in do. the same way that i'm only offering my guests um calamari as a starter um they're only going to be allowed plus on my cheese board that's it so uh <laughs> otherwise it gets far too complicated <laughs> it does get far too complicated um so yeah there are there, but you know again there's a you know there's fantastic cheeses in the states as well i love monterey jack when when you're cooking and that, how that all melts all over everything that's wonderful and you know is that had... is that the cheese that on mum's cornflake dish yeah yeah we've not made yeah, yet yeah. i've never tried it no it's a very unusual chicken dish topped with cornflakes and monterey jack cheese uh yeah very odd um but we must try it sometime yes. but it's not on this menu no it's not <laughs> so move on um yeah there's and there's there's some yeah, there's cheeses from Comrie up in in Perthshire, which I, I love as well. And there's um, yeah, all, there's so many. There's so many. I love reflect on you know again melted cheese and fondue cheeses and fondue. Um, and uh, I do fancy Richard Osman's fondue fondue set yeah. from the Richard Osman Tarted Games, which were very into at the moment. And there's another one I can't remember where it's from. I think I think it's from um, sort of Alps Jura neck of the woods. Which is um, Tete du Mont, which is a, and it's a, it's a cheese that you shave down as if it's like the head of a monk. That's how it gets its name, and it creates these wonderful sort of florets of crumbly cheese, which are just delicious. Um, I've heard of that before. Yeah, no, it's lovely. Um, but uh, but uh, for all of them, you, I do just keep coming back to a pass. Um, well, you can have. How about on your cheese board? You can have a pass as a definite. See, I've just but, thought of San oh. Felicien. Which again is the one that they serve in the little brown pots, oh. and it's almost like it's almost like melted butter when it's when it goes yeah. ripe. It's just wonderfully flavoursome and soft and spreadable. So um, you could how about a plus is definite, mm. and then how you could have in your restaurant. You could have any type of cheese. You'd have all the cheeses in the world, and you could just choose specific yeah. ones for different guests. But they have to have a plus. You know, force 
it on yeah, them. Yeah, so that you can see them all. Eat the A plus. Yeah. Eat the A plus. Yeah, they can they can choose they can choose anything, but they just get served A plus. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, yeah. As long as it's as long as it's ripe and as long as it's um yeah on the on the money as they say it's just Brilliant. it should be delicious. So you've got your starters mm. calamari. Yep. You've got your main dexter beef. Yep. Steak with a side of fresh spinach. Fresh spinach and butter. Yeah. And then you've got your what was your pudding? Oh, strawberries and cream. Strawberries and cream. Just keep it simple. Yeah, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Stupid. Simple taste. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Is that just a set? It's just a set. Okay. I'm not being rude. Okay. Thank yeah. And then you've got your delicious French wines for your drink yeah, throughout so. the meal. Yeah, I think so. Well, don't, oh, I, don't hesitate. Well, don't, I know because I, I, yeah, I know, but you know, but again, cider. I keep coming back. Well, to that. if if on a, on a really hot summer's day. Could you have um, that with your strawberries and cream, or would that go? Would no, that go? no, 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 it wouldn't. But well, yeah, or before the meal, you could have a side of. Yeah, or after, or through the entire night. <laughs> um, no, it really, on a really hot summer's day, a really, really cold cider, but proper, proper cider, not you know, not junk, but proper cider <laughs> yeah. from a proper cider press. Devon, Devon. Yeah, Devonian, preferably. Um, would uh, would that would that could do it for me? Yeah. And then you can have your coffee. Yeah. I'll give you the coffee. Yeah, and I think I coffee... I mean, you've come here today, so you've been on the podcast and you've... Yeah, been, coffee. I, you I, deserve I, a coffee. Yeah, coffee. And again, I know there are some real coffee aficionados out there who um, are into their different beans from different countries and different styles of coffee and all the rest of it. Um, having been lucky enough uh, a long time ago to, to get to Costa Rica, I did fall in love with Costa Rican coffee. Um, as proper ground coffee, which was delicious. It's not something that you come across that often, but it was spectacular. Um, so good that I remember bringing back several bags of it, um, which was pretty stupid because as anybody who's read any crime novels or watched any crime movies will know that um, <laughs> drug dealers tend to disguise the smell of drugs in their travel bags by packing them with coffee. So when I got to the airport, um, it caused a bit of an alert with yeah. the uh, with the tracker dogs. Yeah, beware, drug, yeah. drug criminals. Yeah, and it was, uh, it was just like, no, I just, I just like coffee, actually. Um, so <laughs> try just, some, try some. Yeah, so no. Drug the drug. Costa Rican coffee. Okay. Yeah. I've got one more question for you, Ooh. and I'm springing it on you. Okay, this is tricky. This is, if you could have three guests in your restaurant, anyone in your restaurant, who would those three people be? From any period of history and time? Yeah. Dead good. or alive, <laughs> not a dead corpse. No, that's good. I'm glad you said that like because anyone. otherwise, if it's just people alive, then they'd all be getting a bit snippy that I hadn't invited them. Wouldn't they? <laughs> so, so I think from people from history, mm. yeah, that's a uh, anyone, anyone, anyone. Um, I remember you can't really offend anyone. No, well, yeah, I've got. You can offend me if you don't put no. I'm... No, it depends if I I could invite people though, who I think some people would find offensive if I invited them. So so I'll be um, tread carefully there. Don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. No, no, not them. No, no, all them. No. Anyway, um, I think I would invite. Um, Winston Churchill. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say Winston Churchill. But he's tied up, so he's not coming. No, 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 no. So no, I no, I would invite Winston Churchill. I think he would be absolutely amazing, fascinating person to have uh, there. Um, slightly uh, a bit of a departure here, but he was a boyhood hero of mine who died recently, and that would be Jack Charlton, the Leeds United and England uh, World Cup winning footballer. Who, as I said, he was a boyhood hero of mine. And I was very fortunate enough to, to meet on a few occasions. And I did actually have dinner with him. And he was amazing company. 
So I would. Uh, That's interesting. Winston Churchill and Jack Charlton, um, and um, one other person from history. And this isn't going to become. No, it's not going to become maudlin in any way. But um, as you know, my dad died when I was six. I really don't remember him, so I'd have him. Really. That I think he'd be honoured yeah. to be in this restaurant and talking to Winston Churchill and Jack Charlton. Well, and the other thing that kind of ties it all up in a bizarre way is, um, and a lot of people don't know this in a kind of Michael Caine sort of way, but my dad actually, before he joined the Air Force, trained as a chef. That I didn't know that. No, it, well, he didn't. He, he, I, I say he didn't stick at it. I think he did stick at it, but then he decided to become a pilot in the RAF, so it took him on a different, different uh, journey. But even when he was in the RAF and, and, and his time afterwards, wherever he went, he loved sampling different foods around the world and was, was fascinated by different cooking styles and wherever he went. So certainly that's the, the chat that I've had with, uh, with mum over the years. But no, I think to have, to, to have him at the dinner table would be, would be quite something. So yeah. um, those three, those those three, three people. people. That, I, I'm honoured to own the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd happily welcome. So it's your restaurant. Them. I thought it was my restaurant. Well, no, it's the. Well, I said it's Martha's restaurant. Oh, okay. Martha's oh, yeah. Restaurant. Sorry, I'm just, you're just. I'm, the, just, I'm you're just, just the chef. Yeah, you're the chef. Okay, that's. But fine. you know, you get to sit at the table and eat your menu. Yeah, that's fair enough. Then I go along with that. And this restaurant can be anywhere, and I'm not going to ask you where you'd have it. No, because I think it would be mobile. So I think it would be a pop-up restaurant that I decide to Ooh, have wherever I would choose to be in different times of the year. That is a good idea. Mm. I I associate your menu with summer. Yeah. So it was the somewhere hot. where the sun is shining. Sea, anywhere with the sea. Yeah. Sea. Somewhere, well, where you can see the sea, just as we can today. Yes. Could you imagine eating your, rest, uh, eating, eating your restaurant, eating your menu in here? No. <laughs> this is a pretty messy office. And uh, I, don't think I, I don't think I would. But, but no, I, lo I love a view. And I love to be able to see the sea. So where, where we are looking out across to the across the blue sea is is wonderful. And I think a pop-up restaurant, wherever it might be, um, and some of the best meals I've had have been in places uh, where you can look out and enjoy the enjoy the sea. Well, thank you. It's thank been you a pleasure. Very much. Um, episode one. Yeah, episode one. Done. Done. Can. Yeah. Let's hope we were recording it. Oh, <laughs> no, we were. We were. We were. So, well, thank you, thank you, being Martha B, for inviting me, and I, uh, I look forward to future episodes. Yes, I don't know what I talked to you about, but yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a cheese? whirlwind. Yeah, there's definitely cheese in there. So, yeah, until until the next until time, next folks. Next time, thank you very much for listening and joining us, um, and we will see you on episode two sometime soon. Not him, but. No. Bon appétit. Yes, bon appétit. I am learning French. I don't know what that means. Bye-bye. <laughs>